Fantastic. Excellent. Welcome. Oh, welcome. So naturally healthy club. Oh, just, that's so weird. In my brain, I just had, I'm not recording, but I am recording. Okay. Here we are. Naturally healthy club week 11. So we're on the late call this week and we have no flowers because we're in school holiday mode, which means my, uh, no flowers in my office. Anyway. Um, so I just thought I'd start this and I started this one this morning because I've just recently uh, been started working with a new coach. And one thing I noticed that I do that I, I f hadn't thought to share with, with you guys before is just whenever I'm in a coaching container and whenever I turn up to a call or if I'm listening to the replay, first I always just get really clear on what is it exactly that I need help with. And I kind of set an intention for the call. So it's like, and it's just like, I just ask myself, like, what, what do I need help with today? And then I trust that I'm going to get the guidance that I need, whether that's me actually getting coached, raising my hand and getting coached, or me just, you know, listening to my coach or just me seeing other people be coached. So I invite you to today and actually every, every time you're ever getting in a coaching thing, it's just to like think, just close your eyes and think about like what one thing do I need most help with today? Like what one thing in my naturally healthy club work needs some love <laughs> and just whatever that thing pop that pops into your head just know that that's the thing that you need help with and then also trust that like you're going to get exactly what you need and we don't need to know how that's true um yeah I really love this idea that sometimes we get what we need even we don't even realize that we need it so I thought I would start us off gently with with that approach today and let's now go through our naturally healthy club philosophy. So I'm becoming naturally healthy. I trust the process. I change best when I feel good. My thoughts create my results. The most pleasure happens in the first few bites. Every time I overeat, I am wasting food. And this is a new addition to the philosophy, but I think it's a really powerful thought because it just reminds us of the reality that every time we do overeat, it is a waste of food. And then we and we can harness our natural, uh, our natural dislike, our natural uh, hate of food waste in a positive way to help us help us with our um, with our with our naturally healthy journey. So. Uh, next one is that I focus on one meal at a time. So whenever your brain's starting to worry about you're not making progress or you haven't come to as far as you want or going into the all or nothing kind of thinking, just remembering like you just have to focus on the next meal. You just have to focus on one meal at a time. And that's the fastest way to get to get to your goals. Curiosity, not condemnation. So this is when we're uh, weighing ourselves in particular, but in all aspects of learning, like changing our habits, learning our skills, rather than beating ourselves up and being mean to ourselves about if we're not doing what we want to do or not getting where we want to get, just bringing the curiosity of, hmm, what can I, what, what could I try differently? What, what's not working here? What am I thinking that's holding me back? And bringing that curiosity into it, so, so powerful. Uh, next one is I feel my feelings, which we, feelings uh, work is going to be coming up soon. So just stay tuned for that. There are no bad foods. And this is so true, like so, so true. There, there's nothing off limits. And if you love something, it's so important to make sure that you include that in, you know, in, in your eating. My life is pretty amazing right now. Just a reminder that we 
are amazing people exactly as we are, regardless of where our weight is, regardless of what we're doing in terms of our habits and our health, is that we are awesome. <laughs> and yeah, it's great to be wanting to change. And yes, it's great to be improving. But if we, we want to be doing it from a place of sufficiency and a place of self-love, rather than at this place of like, it'll be better when I get there. Because the thing is, if you don't love yourself now, you're not going to love yourself when you get there either. Um, okay, I'm getting exactly what I need when I need it. I want to do this and I can do this. Okay, so plan for the day. I actually just, before I jumped on, I used to do this thing where we had tiny wins at the beginning of the call and I've actually been missing that so I think we're going to bring we're going to, this week we're going to bring that back bring bring back the tiny wins so I'm wanting to hear so for those of you that are on the call start thinking now about like what's one thing that you can share with the group um, and then we're going to recap last week where we spoke about food waste then we're going to today's lesson is going to be all about your appetite and then we will um we're going to talk about, we'll, we'll jump into some coaching. So um, yeah, that's plan for, the, plan for the day. So tiny wins, someone must have something that they would like to share with the group. Adines, <laughs> yay. <laughs> I was thinking too, actually, that I was missing tiny wins because I, I, I often try to come to the call thinking about a win, that that is, that is my weekly, you know, to, to, to reinforce our positiveness. Yeah. And I think that you have finally convinced me to be a leave things on my plate person. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. Eddie, you like trying to uh, like, like, wow. <laughs> I did uh, not think I, you were going to say that. I, I really, even now, even when I have a piece of fruit. So always I cut an apple. I eat the whole apple. You eat the whole apple. I ate half an apple today. I left the half an apple. I, my body said enough. I had enough. I really, even in all, all of my things, I really have become so much more leaving things on my plate. Wow. That I, I and I, I do, I serve myself small amounts of things, but but no longer really that, okay, I make myself two eggs, I'm gonna eat the two eggs because two eggs is not a lot of food. But sorry, they're really loud today. Um, okay. but I, really, uh, we were, I know that really. <laughs> <laughs> but I really, I really have just started leaving things on my plate and, and not even intentionally, just my uh, listening. My body says enough. And I stop without having to coach yourself. I don't even have to. I don't. And I just think, oh, the apple will be for the girls' lunch tomorrow. I'll just put it aside. Yeah. 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 Half a bowl of grapes. I've never, I've never eaten half of the fruit that I've, I've put out for myself because it's always, you just, you just finish. It doesn't even, right. Cause to me, it's just my snack, but everything now has become listening and stopping, which is, <laughs> I, I, yeah, it's only taken yeah. me a year and a half. <laughs> so, Dean, tell me like what, because yeah, I remember you last week you mentioned that you'd left food a few times because you were you were feeling sick. Do you so? Do you think that experience is what's triggered this? Like I do, I do think that it was a sort of a start of of really allowing allowing myself to to to, to disconnect from from my thought process. 
that really it's okay. I have to go upstairs. I'm so sorry. They're just so loud today. It's so distracting. One second. Um, so yeah, to really think through that, that, that it was okay. It was okay to, to leave the food because my body said I had enough. I can stop and, and it's okay. And so then, that's, that's, that's the thought. It's okay to leave food. And actually, it's okay. it sounds like there's an underlying, it's actually better to listen to my body. Yeah. Um, and I just, but even, even with my, even with my snacks and things to really just, just not have a preconceived notion about how much I want to eat or I need to eat, or I'm going to eat has really, yeah, it's very, and, and of course, as you said, and you are right, that the scale is starting to go down, not, <laughs> not by large amounts, but, and that was never my long, my goal to have large amounts, but a little bit is just, just encouraging to say, I'm eating enough, I'm eating enough, and I'm not hungry when I make those choices, which is a really exciting thing. So I wanted to share that that, that has sort of kept that pattern and I just without stickers without sort of re needing external reinforcement or external yeah, coaching so not, not to do the tummy challenge you're just like inherently you're ready to make that change like yeah and just say it's okay yeah so good I'm so proud of you Adine that's so great <laughs> have there been any sneaky thoughts that have come up like that and you that where you've gone like well maybe I shouldn't waste this or <laughs> Yes. Yes, there was. Was it this morning? Yesterday. Um, occasionally, when I when I'm at home, I don't worry about it. But when I know, like today, that lunch was at two, was at one, and it's eight o'clock, and I just walked in the door, so oh, right, I don't have it. time for dinner. But so then I get into the well. I need to eat more because I'm not going to get a chance to eat later. But I didn't allow it. I, I really did. I had I had avocado and shrimp. That's my that's my treat. Oh, yum, avocado, yum, yum. yummy. Um, and then I thought I must be hungry. I, I must need something more. And I went to the fridge and I thought, no, I, I don't. And then I thought, oh, I, I want a treat. And I did. I opened the ice cream lid and I looked. I said, I don't know. I don't know. And I closed it and I put it back in the freezer. I, said, I don't want. That was enough. I'm. It's okay. When I get home, I will eat if I need to. It's okay. So that's that's my only sneak. This is a hard, the couple of days. Well, this you have day, that day is my hard day. When, when I, I, I can't, I, I miss my dinner time of 6.30 and I just, I can't make it up. Um, and sometimes Wednesdays as well. So that's a little bit tough for me because then my system sort of, Gets. yeah yeah and your circadian rhythm like it's like yeah that yeah. sucks but that sounds like but, you, you can navigate that Adina. I, I I think that it that it's getting better I sort of thought okay is that what I need coaching on but even today right I'm, I know I'm gonna just make myself something simple and quick now and it's okay I can listen to coaching and I can eat that's okay because before I wasn't even allowing myself I was like no I have to pay attention to coaching so I can't even eat until nine and then that just oh made me no eat. yeah yeah but, it, it that that doesn't it doesn't have to be and I can I can eat as much or as little as I want and that's okay and that's really helped and even my husband and I had a conversation about this 
about the children, about my the girls, and because my niece and nephew, my brother and sister-in-law make them finish what's on their plate. All right, okay. <laughs> and we were we were talking about how future clients, future stuff. clients, it's great. <laughs> <laughs> A long time. But my husband and I, you know, we were really, and he's with me right, 100% together that the girls say they've had enough. They've had enough, whatever it is, except the vegetables. Like you have to eat, you know, I'll say you have to have, you have to try. Cows. You have to try. Well, it's not even hard food. It's like you have to eat two pieces of broccoli. Everything else is optional, but at least two bites of the vegetable is sort of my thing. But that, that really also makes me very happy to, to model for them and to offer them that freedom as children. Because we know that's that's the key to everything. Yeah, what a beautiful gift. So good, Adine. Look at you. Yay. I'll keep up the amazing work, Adine. I love it. Thank you. Wow, you've really surprised me. I was like, wow, I didn't think Adine <laughs> was going to come and tell me that. <laughs> wow. Well, Isn't that mad? And I just like this tiny wins idea just popped into my head like like a few minutes before we just started. You could hear me thinking. I was thinking about it. Today, yeah, too. you're sending telepathy. Awesome. <laughs> Excellent. Oh, so good, Adine. Okay, so does anyone else have any tiny, tiny wins you'd like to share with the group? Doesn't have to be as big as the Dean's. Yay, Samantha. Sorry, didn't want to unmute. Um, I don't know if this is a tiny win, but I, I'm going to call it a win. I The time for this is a little late for me, so I but not impossible, but I have missed several. And with the intention, I'm going to watch the video. I'm going to watch the replay, but I never watched the replay. Right. Samantha, so, that old chestnut. <laughs> yeah. So um, I've just, yes, today I said, no, I, I have to actually be there or I'm, not going to watch the replay that is not just a tiny yeah. win that's a fantastic thing to notice Samantha yeah. like yeah. yeah yeah so good and you're here she is <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah it's funny because the times that I have been here I've gone back and watched part of those videos mm. part of those replays so I don't know what it is but it's best that I'm here yeah, I find that too. If like if you can be on a live call, like a, my coach, yeah, like I was on a live call with her, and it was like it just there's something in that energy. Yeah, mm -hmm. so good, so yeah. good. So I'm glad to be here. Thank oh, you. Oh, good to have you here, Samantha. Okay, has anyone else got any tiny wins? I've just sprung this on you. Something? Anyone? Yay! Yay! Go, Leanne. Yes, I was looking. I was realizing over. I do my daily practice. Maybe we should call it a twice weekly practice. Maybe three times. <laughs> um, back, I was looking because I date it and we had that conversation about it's possible for me to become a naturally healthy person. I wasn't comfortable saying I am a naturally healthy person. Yeah. But then I was looking and over the course of the month, I started writing, I'm becoming a naturally healthy person. And that felt like progress. It is progress. Let's really celebrate yeah. that, Leanne. That's because that's a change. Like that's from it being just some random possibility yeah. to 
I, I am becoming is it's actually that's yeah. a huge that's that's a huge leap so there we I go actually, and that just happened naturally like that it just, just happened and it felt comfortable because before when I was writing I'm a naturally healthy person you'd be like no I'm not no I'm not no, no I'm, I'm yeah. trying to convince myself <laughs> of this and I'm really not um so it felt uncomfortable but then it feels comfortable and I think today I'm a naturally healthy person but I don't know if that's gonna you know, we'll see how that goes well, you, can, you can dip your toes in, dip your toes out. But yeah, yeah. That was so interesting that's, to me. Yeah, that's a huge win on two fronts, Leanne. Like, first of all, to actually make that change in your self concept to go from it being just possible to becoming. Yeah, becoming. That's a, but also that you noticed that, yeah. And also, actually, let's also celebrate that in the beginning when it, what it didn't feel authentic. That you didn't force yourself. Authentic is the right word. Yeah. You didn't force yourself to like tell yourself something that wasn't true. Like because mm-hmm. that's when like thought work and affirmations can be really um you know, counterproductive. It actually causes big worse problems. So that's like lots of celebrations there, Leanne. I love it. So good. Excellent. Okay. I don't want to keep going on tiny wins, but I need to <laughs> need to stop somewhere. Um, okay, so in terms of news. Um, I've got a new segment that I'm doing every month called meal planning hour. So it's totally optional. Um, next one's going to be first week in May. I'll post in circle when that is, but it's just to come and hang out and play around with your meal plan and get some inspiration. Uh, it'll evolve. I'm not sure how, what it's, what it's going to be, uh, but yeah, meal planning hour. You're welcome. And everyone's welcome. Uh, the tummy challenge. If you haven't started that, it's, ready to go although you don't need to start it if you're like a dean you can just decide to listen to your tummy you don't have to actually do the challenge but if you want to it is really fun um i've been doing it with the boys and yeah so good to and actually emma irishman as well like to as a family and it's been really great and i've even like i've been doing this for a long time and i've even had there were a couple of things that i've noticed and one a person tiny win in the group myself like redoing it again so never too late to to join in that Post of the week prize went to Amy, uh, who was on the morning call, and she had posted a one-minute review for her spring skiing holiday. And she said, I'm proud of leaving food on my plate, noticing when I've had enough or no no longer really enjoying the food, not clearing my plate every time out of habit or obligation, prioritizing protein, finding ways to make buffet-style meals and catered evening meals work for me. Um, being way more active than usual and enjoying intentional treats. So um, yes, wanted to celebrate Amy for posting her review and just a reminder for everyone, like the reviewing used to be something that I included in the core process. Like we used to have a review step, but I decided not to because it isn't mandatory. However, the thing with, with this habit of reviewing and taking those few seconds to think about what you're proud of and think about what you do differently is a way to supercharge your progress. And this is something I've learned from my business coach and it applies. I do it religiously. Like once a week, I take my time to review like work stuff. And then I also review my naturally healthy stuff and also like personal stuff. And it's just such a good habit to get into. So and it, it just, you don't want to make it, it doesn't have to be big. It can just be a couple of words, but posting in a group, getting stuff out of your head and onto paper so so powerful so if you haven't posted a review yet or if you haven't posted a review in the in a while definitely jump on cycle and just challenge yourself to do something differently this week and post it post a review because it's mad what wisdom comes out of our own brains uh okay and then final news 
the Secret Society of Intentional Booze Hounds. So I have another group coaching program, which I just started in November, which is just like Naturally Healthy Club. But instead of being focusing on changing our relationship with food, the booze hounds focus on changing their relationship with alcohol. Um, and I'm opening up uh, that to new members at next week, actually. So if you know someone who is like who would like to doesn't want to completely quit drinking but wants to change like to cut back on their drinking and be feel more in control um just tell them to email me or forward them in an email from me so they can email me and let me know and I can send them details about it um it's really really super fun okay so now my notes are a bit dodgy here and I didn't fix them up okay so let's just quickly recap last week so last week we spoke about the truth about food waste and this idea that one and why we did that is because one of the biggest obstacles to listening to our tummies is this kind of clean plate club mentality that so many of us are pretty much everyone I don't know many people who are raised um, not to clean their plate um, and in you know in our generation um, and and so yeah but why we want to like think about food waste in a different way is because when we're thinking that that eating that food, like cleaning our plate is good when we're thinking that that's stopping food waste, that holds us back from this listening to our tummies. However, whereas when we, in actual truth, the truth about food waste is that every time we overeat, we're wasting food. So that's why I added that new thought into our philosophy that every time I overeat, I'm wasting food. Every time I overeat, I'm wasting food. And the thing is that it's it's like it's actually true. Like you you're using more you're, t- you're taking more than your share of the resources in the world, and whether you throw them out or whether you put them in your body, that's like it's the same thing. So just this idea is so important to get into our heads, so that we that we are able to be open to listening to our bodies. And so what we want to do instead is like just make this decision to do to decide to rebel from the clean clean plate club and just come back to this thought like when your brain's telling you I'm going to waste it no no like every time I overeat that's actually just as bad as waste throwing it out and just having that reframe makes it so much easier to leave food on our plates Um, did anyone have any questions or did anyone did any like thoughts or any concerns come up from that last week or have you noticed anything in terms of leaving leaving food we know Adine's like turned into a food leaving food ninja <laughs> Marnie um yeah I wouldn't call it a tiny win because basically I was listening to my tummy and I didn't didn't ever feel like I was full I still felt hungry well no I, di- I didn't feel hungry but I felt like I could continue to eat yeah so I Maybe it took Adine 18 months to get to the point of leaving something on her plate. I, maybe it's just too early, but I, I find it really hard to leave something because I still could eat more. Right. Um, and also if I've cooked it, I feel really bad about wasting all that effort cooking it and then throwing it away or you know, oh, not right. so you've got the double the double waste thought there yeah. like I'm not, I'm not just wasting the food I'm wasting my effort too yes so you can yes. Just, yeah just I just uh, noticed Marnie like when you're thinking that I'm wasting my effort like of course you want to keep of course you're going to finish the plate hey and that just probably like a good thing to do for now is it's just like sit with that like just just notice just observe that when you're eating yeah 
And um, have you like the thought of like having a um, like a jar or a container in the fridge where you collect your like where you put random bites of food? Um, how, have you thought about like how how does that that sit with you? Um, no, that sounds horrible. Actually, sorry. Um, <laughs> no, no, that's cool. It just sounds like all of this uh, going off food stuck together in a, in a jar. Yeah, right. I'm sure right. it's not. I'm sure yeah. it's not. <laughs> yeah, cool. Okay, so that's not going to be an option for you. Like you're not open to not at the moment it's... anyway. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, well, I guess the other option is, Marnie, is, yeah, like just to, to stay with what, keep doing what you're doing, but like just be more conscious of what you're serving yourself out to begin, what you're cooking to begin with. Yeah, okay. Because I don't think? think that the, me the meals aren't really big. You know, I'm not serving myself huge servings. So, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's of course. Okay. Yeah. And actually, so as, as we talk about appetite today, like one thing like is, is that the actual amount of food your body needs, like it's, it's really variable. Um, and so by, if you're going to continue to just serve yourself out and eat everything on the plate, you're not like, you're not able to adjust according to like that, which is, you know, if that's your choice, that's cool. Like you can do that, but it's just, it's making it harder for yourself. So just, you might want to, Think about like think about that, um, yeah. And like, and and the the thing is that it can be surprising like how much you actually your body actually needs. Like I did an experiment the week before last where I just I put the um put like every every thing that I saved like, that I didn't eat that I left on my plate I put in one container and just kept it for the a whole week just to see how much it was and it was like. 450 grams so it was like you know I that's all food that I would have eaten if I was finishing off my plate every time and like you know so it's pretty significant and I was I was able to I actually enjoyed it and had it as a separate meal um but just something to think about and like like I'm really good at like I'm really good at listening to my body I, I know how much I normally eat and even so I was still serving myself more than my body needed so just keep like all those thoughts in yeah. mind and just sit with it for now. Um, yeah, I, 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 I can see that because ages ago I did the fasting at fast 800 diet. Oh, and I right, only had yeah. 800 calories a day and my body got used to it in the end, but the first couple of weeks was hard, but my body yeah. got used to it. So obviously we don't need as, as much, much as, as we're we eating. Yeah. 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 That, but all that being said, like, remember, you can also do a lot by making intentional choices. So being intentional about like your tra treats and, and all those sorts of things without actually doing that work around listening to your tummy. So yeah, like no, no pressure, no rush when you're ready. Thank you. <laughs> How does that feel? How does that feel, Marnie? Like, yeah, I like the no pressure. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. And that's the thing is like, we have to everyone's journey is different and then we have to find the ways that like find the the timing that works for you and also yeah yes yeah but actually Marnie have you ever been to like a fancy restaurant where they've done a degustation and there's been like you know oh, all those yeah. different courses do you yes. like that no <laughs> right, Too much right. Food. <laughs> right 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 but having lots of little different little different things that's not appealing to you um 
yeah, I could do that, but but that yeah, but just if that's five courses or seven courses, then yeah, even the little tiny bits add up and it gets to be too much. Yeah, yeah. of course, of course, yeah. Yeah, but I'm just like, because that's one way that rather than seeing it as like this bump of random food that you're leaving, like seeing it as like, oh, I'm getting to have more variety might be a a hack for your brain. And the other thing that you might want to play around with money is that it doesn't have to all go in the, it doesn't have to all go in the one jar. And something, what I often do at lunchtime is I'll just leave, like, I'll just put my bowl in the fridge of whatever's left. And then at dinner time, I just bring it out and have it on the table and I eat it with my dinner so like it's okay. like it's not going to waste it's also not like going off because it's only been in the fridge for a couple of hours <laughs> it's not like it's like decomposing like stinky stuff like it still tastes delicious <laughs> but I like I'll get it out when I'm cooking dinner so it come, has time to come up to room temperature and it tastes really good so you know there's there's lo- so many possibilities of ways to play around with this just we'll yeah. just keep you open to it yeah so good yeah well I'm so glad you shared that Marnie awesome yeah. um excellent cool um yeah dean said i put the plate bowl in the fridge and let myself eat it later if i want um yeah okay <laughs> leanne said i'm trying to leave food every time i eat it's hard i've not had success with leaving sweet treats um but i've left some sips of bourbon when i've had enough that is a big win leanne yeah and also like with sweet treats and with treats, actually, I tend to like, unless I'm like really stuffed, I tend to still eat whatever I've like, so if I've decided I'm going to have like, you know, a scoop of ice cream, I'll eat the whole scoop, even if it's like, I know that it's more than I need. Um, so don't, I, and because, you know, it's, it's a treat and you don't, so just remembering you don't have to do this perfectly. And so for treats, don't expect yourself to leave stuff. Like I'd just be like, yeah, cool. And then you don't have to coach yourself and it's just easier. And, it, and just knowing that um, if you're working on leaving the, like other, the, your regular meals, then the treats will fit in. We'll be, we'll be fine. But yeah, leaving a few sips of bourbon is awesome. <laughs> we really want to keep doing that. Um, Okay, let's talk about your appetite. Uh, and this is the first time I've actually talked this as a standalone lesson. So, and why we want to like understand, and it just occurred to me that like, like our appetite is our body's natural way to regulate our food intake to match what we need. And it just occurred to me like to, like I've kind of known this all along, but just to have a, a standalone lesson where we're actually, where I'm actually, helping you guys to learn what are the the things that increase our appetite and what are the things that decrease our appetite because I think the more awareness you have around that and also the more that you expect your day-to-day actual amount of food that your body needs to be variable rather than like you know if you think about calorie counting they tell you you know it's 1600 calories every day so you like you don't want to get those 1600 calories when your body actually doesn't need like the same amount of food every day and for all these reasons like there's so many factors that go that play into our appetite and how much food our bodies actually need in a certain day and so when we're we have more understanding of that I think it helps us like be less in our heads and more listening to what our bodies need so 
I've got a list. <laughs> so there's, first of all, I'll go through like all the things that cause appetite to increase. So all the things that make you hungrier and make you want, it made you make your body need more food. And then we'll talk about the things that cause your appetite to decrease. And I've, I'll post these, I post, I posted these with the replay. Um, so if you don't have to take notes, if you don't want to, but if you, I like to take notes when I'm when I'm learning, so you're welcome to. Um, so the first thing that I actually, and this isn't in, in any order, it's just the way they came out of my brain. But the first thing that causes our appetite to increase and that we need more food is if we've got diarrhea. And that's just a factor of when when it's going through, through you, like there's not enough time for your body to absorb the nutrients. So you actually need to eat more food and you'll get more hungry. And I really notice this if like having some problems with my guts, like I really notice that my my actual body like will will want to, it'll take more than like for me to, they'll I'll need to eat more to balance that out. And then also kind of related to that is your gut microbiome and the health of that. And so you know, that's hugely variable. There's so many different species in there and uh, it's very personal and there's some make some microbes that can make nutrients more available, but if you don't have those microbes, like you could have a gut microbiome that's actually making you hungrier because you're it's eating the food and not giving any to you. So uh, I guess kind of like a parasites would make you hungrier as well. As well. You've got to take one. Um, but yeah, yeah, you'll notice that in, 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 so your gut microbiome can play into your appetite and the health of your gut microbiome. So that can change over time. Um, the next one is protein. So lack of protein will make you, um, will, will increase your appetite. And there's a theory in nutrition at the moment that's being studied that our bodies actually are designed to, um, to be looking for filling up, like to meet our protein requirements rather than to be meeting our calorie or our energy requirements. And so you can be eating like more calories than your body needs, but if you're not getting enough, if those calories don't include enough protein, your body's still going to be hungry and still going to be looking for you to um, for you to fill that protein bucket before it make, before you feel satisfied. So super, and the reason for this is that our bodies like um, there's essential essential amino acids that our bodies can't make so we have to get them from out from food and our bodies aren't really able to store protein in the same way that we can store carbohydrate and fat so we need to be getting protein on a regular basis so that's a huge one so if you're not getting enough protein that makes you you hungrier for, for food because your body's looking for to 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 get the protein Next one, of course, not eating enough food at the previous meal will make you will cause your appetite to increase the next at the next meal or the next day, um, and that's you know and that's a really beautiful thing. So then, when we naturally, if we have a celebration, we have a big feast, and we've we've had a lot of food, but our appetite naturally adjusts the next day, and you 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 would have experienced that like your day after Thanksgiving. It's very rare for you to be feeling super, or Chris Day after Boxing Day. It's very rare for you to be feeling super hungry, and that's a beautiful thing. So we want to like rather than still give ourselves our whatever sixteen hundred calories, and when we're listening to our bodies, we'll naturally adjust and we'll naturally eat less food. And like, you know, the, the weight will balance and that's, it's actually really lovely. It's great that we have that. Um, too many carbs or insulin resistance and blood sugar instability, those can all increase your appetite. Um, so yeah, being on that blood sugar roller coaster, like that's, that can make you hung, hungrier. And if you're, so your insulin resistant means that you're not sensitive to insulin. Um, 
that can that can exacerbate the blood sugar instability and make you hungrier. And I really noticed this because I have poor insulin sensitivity because I have diabetes. Um, and I really noticed this a few years ago when I uh, I was actually tested. I did a, wanted to do this to get tested for celiac disease because a couple of my aunts had been tested uh, had discovered that they were celiac. Um, I was, didn't think I was, but I did wanted to do the test. And to do the test, you need to expose yourself to gluten beforehand. Um, and so I had like a week or 10 days of eating bread every day and pasta and stuff. And I just really remember that at the end of it, I was like so happy to go back to eating low carb and eating more protein because my I just really noticed how out of control my appetite was and how it was like, like I was I just had this desire to eat, even though like it, I wasn't, yeah, like it just really messed around with, it really stimulated my appetite. Um, so that's, that's something to just be mindful of and not that carbs are bad and that you never have bread and pasta, but just be mindful of that when you are having those, the more you have of them, it will stimulate your appetite and make you hungrier. Um, next one is poor sleep. And so, yeah, if you're having like, you know, interrupted sleep or you're waking up a lot and that this is it stimulates our appetite like just from if you think about from like if the the physiology of our energy requirements when we sleep everything slows down our heart rate slows down and um you know we're not processing sight like there's all these things that change so the actual uh your know, energy requirements during sleep are less than our energy requirements when we're awake. And so if you're having poor sleep and you're only sleeping for five hours, say, instead of sleeping for eight hours, that's three extra hours that you're awake. So that means that your body is genuinely needing more food because it's been awake for, long, for longer and that's, that's re increased the energy requirement. So, so understanding that can be helpful. So then when you've had a tough night's sleep and your body's hungry and it's wanting more food rather than um poor sleep i'm doomed except well no i think like just understanding that leanne is is really helpful so that you can rather than fighting it and telling yourself oh i shouldn't be having like so much just going well actually you know i did have a like i did have a tough night last night and therefore expecting it and then but also with this like, compassion and being able to like listen to let your body guide you in the, on the right amount of food rather than, 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 than trying to deny yourself. Um, okay. What was poor sleep? Next one, physical activity. Of course, um, we all know that the more we move, the more energy we have. And so it does increase our appetite. Um, and particularly the thing to be really mindful of is like chronic cardio. So when you're doing like, excessive or large amounts of like running you know cycling swimming those types of things and anything that you're like when you're cardio like when you're doing big chunks of it for more than an hour because and that really stimulates your appetite and I totally experienced this when I was training for Sydney Marathon years ago which I, I don't do any crazy running anymore um, but when you're running for longer than an hour like your that that's um, when your glycogen stores so that's our short-term carbohydrate stores get depleted and it makes when those get depleted it makes you ravenous <laughs> so it really stimulates appetite so and like I remember like I was training for the marathon I was running like a hundred kilometers like I don't know 60 miles or something a week in that training and I like I didn't lose any weight I was like this is so crazy and it's just because my appetite was so like so stimulated um, and I was trying not to eat more than normal but my body just needed the food and it got the food 
so yeah, physical activity. So you don't want to do like, if you can avoid it, doing like crazy amounts of exercise, you want to avoid that. Um, but then gentle movement and yeah, walking and those types of things can be great because it you use the calorie, you use more calories because you're moving, but it doesn't have this like crazy appetite stimulating effect that chronic cardio does. So that more vigorous exercise does. Um, and we'll talk, we'll have another lesson on exercise. Uh, let's see. Another thing that causes appetite to increase is growth. So of course, like if you're, you've got kids and they're growing, their appetites can be big and variable, uh, which I am experiencing at the moment with two boys. Body composition is another thing that causes in appetite to increase. So as your, um, and that's just because uh, the like different types of tissue. So fat tissue is more of a storage. It's more of a passive uh, type of type of part of our body, whereas muscle is more active and actually requires more energy to maintain. So if you change your body, so say you've got two people that weigh the same, um, exactly the same but one of them has like more muscle and one of them has more fat, even if they're doing exactly the same exercise, the one with more muscle, their appetite's going to be bigger because their body needs more energy to maintain that muscle mass um, compared to the person who's the same weight and same activity level, but, um, but they have less muscle and more fat. So that's, that can play into it. Uh, cold weather can increase your appetite, just that need to keep our bodies warm. Um, and that's and like swimming I also find increases your appetite for that like because you're being in, in that cold environment stress is a tricky one so for some people stress increases appetite like it increases the desire for food and for other people I've observed that stress actually does the opposite and it just decreases their desire for food so you'll probably know where you fall within those I don't know why it's different for different people you know we are amazing complex beings um, but just something to keep in mind um, negative emotion can increase our appetite because we you know you are using food to soothe ourselves so that can decrease increase the desire for food um, and hormones can also play around with our appetite mess around with our appetite and i think a lot of people notice like just before your period in that like pmt phase that can um you can actually yeah that can have you can have a increased appetite then which is just normal and again it's like the sleep thing like understanding that and going with it rather than trying to fight it and trying to restrict and cut yourself back uh, can be really a much more gentle way to to do that so um, and then the final one I had here is like illness or medical conditions can increase appetite, which I'm actually trying to think of like what medical conditions, maybe, yeah, like I guess if you had a parasite, it might increase your appetite. Um, um, yeah, so I, I, who knows? Um, but the colory of that, like the opposite of that is like, yeah, if you've got an illness, it can definitely decrease appetite. So I've definitely noticed that in my dad when he was sick. Um, or infection and hypothyroidism there we go thank you Leanne it's good to have some medical professionals in the house <laughs> um, hypothyroid yeah so thyroid function can play around with appetite and actually yeah and that plays into the hormones as well like if you're home if your thyroid hormones are out of whack that can radically increase or decrease your appetite so that's all the things. So it's a, a big list. And so you can see like there's so many factors that play into our appetites and just like, aren't we amazing? Like, it's so incredible that we have all these things and 
so, and I think it's like just being open to letting our bodies manage all that and guide us to telling us how much to eat is just such a, a, a nice, nicer way, but also it's kind of the only way to do it effectively. Whereas if you're going with a strict, this is how much I need every single day, like there's no chance that you can, you can process all those different things that are going on to, to play into it. So we don't have to worry about that. We just let our bodies or our intuition guide us. And some sneaky thoughts that come up with appetite um, is like, yeah, this idea of like, I shouldn't be eating so much or I should be eating less, like when we're trying to use our brains to micromanage. And if you've had that bad sleep and your body actually does need more food, like that thought can be really not helpful. So we want to just be, just be careful of that or telling yourself like another sneaky thought that comes up is like, yeah, but I should be eating more vegetables. Like I should be eating, this is healthy food. So I should force it, choke it down. Even if my body is telling me that that's enough and that's like, yeah, yeah, it's great to eat vegetables, but too much food is too much food. So even if it is broccoli, like having too much broccoli is not good for your body. body. So, um, and for me, one this, this thought comes up as, oh, I should be having more protein. Like I get that sneaky thought all the time, or I should have these, I should finish these eggs. And so what we want to do with that, and actually Kari asked a great question this morning is, so you, know, you want to like, when you're having your meal, make sure that you're eating the protein first rather than eating um, so that you're like when you are had, when you have had enough that you've got the right amount of protein rather than um, and also like to tune into pleasure too like just this idea that uh, our bodies are guiding us so the things that we kind of have cravings for that that what feels sounds good what feels good to us is one of our body's ways of guiding us into like what we um, you know what 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 to get the types of food that we need um, Okay. Excellent. So how's everyone feel, feel about this idea of your appetite and learning to tune into it? Does anyone have any questions or any thoughts before we move into the coaching section? No, we're pretty straightforward. It's amazing how complex we are. Yeah. <laughs> Excellent. Okay, Adine, did you have something? I did. I was just, because I was thinking as you were talking about it, one of the things that's helped me leave food on my plate was that I start eating the things that I like the best first. Ah, the best bites first trick. <laughs> and, I, and I was always a child and I, I'm, a, I'm a human being that does my work first and I always, and I reward myself. So that that was it, right? I would eat the things that I didn't like first. So I'd always save the best for last. So then I don't want to leave my bites on the plate because then that's my favorite part. And so it was really allowing myself, giving myself that permission to say, I can eat the things that I want first yes. and that I, I, I deserve that. To, I don't have to, I don't have to do all of the things first. I don't have to, right. It's, it's, it's a, it's a life change sort of switch to say, I can, once again, back to our prioritizing myself and my needs and my wants over top of everything else actually plays into this too. Right, right, right. So I think this is resonating with Marnie too. <laughs> She's the, <laughs> yeah, isn't it, isn't it fascinating? Yeah, that best buy. Yeah. So do, yeah, you, do, you feel resist, do you feel resistance to that? Like, like, is there any like, oh, maybe I shouldn't be leaving? no no once I sort of did that 
I, I know it was better that way. Sometimes I'll save, you know, one bite of what I really like so that I, I still have that, that best, you know, like like my favorite space left. Right. But, but, but it's really also a change just in all my whole life. Right. Is to say, I can prioritize myself. I can do what my needs, my wants, those things first. And so even reflecting in how I choose to eat my food that I don't have to do, right. The work yeah like there's this idea of like deserving as well it's like like yeah like I actually deserve to have the best stuff all all my bites should be best bites yeah Uh, Yeah. and off the top and first is 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 okay I can do that yeah so that's interesting how it links all together yeah so good so good Adine thank you for sharing that um okay Leanne said I really like the idea of eating the protein first yeah I do I do and the and the the delicious the the delicious bits too (laughs) yeah great so okay does anyone have anything they wanted to coach on this week how are you feeling Leanne I know you posted in the group we were thinking you're okay yeah I don't want to put people on the spot but I also want to give people the opportunity to to ask for help if they want okay bill it's good to see you on the call i hope you are you post-op bill or be curious to see how you've been getting on um so i might just do a check-in with everyone of like how are you feeling like well what are you actually this is a the question i want to know is like what are you focusing on at the moment so what's the one thing that you're going to to look at think about and what to do for the, the week ahead who wants to go first? Yeah, you can type in the chat if you want. Looks like Marnie's typing. Margaret, we haven't heard from you. How are you getting? Look, Samantha? Nope, I can wait. No, no, go, go, go. Uh, I was just going to say that I want to expand my daily practice. Okay. Because what I'm doing right now, I I'm doing it, but I'm not really thinking about it. Right. So it's a bit bit autopilot. Yes. Um, Which maybe is good in some ways, but also um, I think I need to change that up. And that may be something I always have to do to help me really engage with it. Right. So being a bit more intentional with your daily Uh practice. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, cool. So um, do you, yeah, like, do you feel like you've got a good belief plan, Samantha? Probably not. Right, I haven't right. even thought about that. Right, right, right. Um, okay, so you're writing like I'm becoming naturally healthy. Yeah. Okay, because that might be like, so having like another, like that can be enough, but having another thought around mm-hmm. something to might be something you want to play around with Mm -hmm. I definitely need more you need more okay okay yeah so in the um in the playbook actually I don't have my playbook here because it's I mean it's in the on the dining table because I'm doing the the I know you've got that huge list yeah in the back yeah there's like a um yeah like the epic belief plan Mm -hmm. yeah Mm -hmm. so maybe like that might be a fun project this week is just to 
like read through that and just asterisk any that sound good and just choose like one one new one to add into your um into mm-hmm. your daily practice and that will help you like feel feel invigorated with it like just to add yeah. that new newness to it so like yeah i think changing up changing up the beliefs that we're practicing every day can be really helpful to bring freshness to mm-hmm. it because it starts to get a bit rogue yeah yeah how, yeah. how would that feel samantha it, it, good great great yeah, yeah and doing it because like it'll be very fun. doable yeah great yeah. great excellent oh and so you. like, give yourself a like definitely give yourself <laughs> a pat on the back for turning up to the call <laughs> amazing yes um okay leanne's going to be li- leaving food on her plate and listening to her tummy okay marnie's still trying to listen to my tummy excellent great marnie see what happens yeah nothing to lose hey like it's either you're either learning or you're winning so it's like you, you'll learn something right either way um bill said he's recovering from surgery pretty well trying to keep up with my program as much as possible oh i'm glad to hear that you're recovering well bill like take care of you like that's it's a big thing to go through so i'm so happy that you made it um okay and margaret I haven't heard from you what did you want to type in the chat or did you want to talk and share what, what you're going to work on? We need to unmute you. Well, there she is. I've had an incredibly busy week and um, I just um, have not had time to engage. In fact, I haven't even listened to the last week's um, podcast that I missed. However, um, what's... I found what you talked about today um, about your appetite was just really wonderful. So many things that um, I can put into practice, particularly with the protein. Um, And um, yes, I'm hoping to have a bit more time to become a bit more intentional because I found the tummy challenge hard, but with all of the um, structures that are in place now, Yes, um, I've even had to spend time um, unpicking waistbands and um, putting in more, you know, fresh elastics so that they don't fall down. So right. So this Margaret's got a tiny winter shower with this (laughs) new elastic. um, (laughs) That's the first time someone shared that. Yeah, well, going um, financially at the moment, I just don't want to buy a new wardrobe. So, um, yes, um, it'd be much nicer to um, spend time with your program, Jules, than unpicking um, waistbands. Right. Well, maybe you can do both, Margaret. (laughs) Watch a replay and... uh... (laughs) Yeah, yeah, well, um, listen to the replay. I'll have to find out how to do that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I'll do that. Do you want I can get Caroline Thank to you. um would you be interested in the um the podcast the podcast feed? Have you subscribed to that? Because I could get Caroline to message you and help you out with that if you'd like. So that you can um, listen listen yes. to things. Um yeah, look listening rather than watching would be really great. Yes. yes. Yeah. Or well, the wonderful. other the other option is like which I do with my coach is because she doesn't um she has a lot of stuff that's not on or like doesn't have it in a podcast but I just like play the video but I just don't I don't I don't watch watch it so I just have my headphones in and I listen while I'm doing other stuff but it's actually playing as a video so you can always just like 
start press play and then be over here doing something else that might be well yes like i do with um you know the news and um there we go. Yes, audible it. books going into the hearing aids that's absolutely wonderful yes yeah. so but sitting down at the computer particularly as um i had a very long document that had to be uh in by canberra time um nine o'clock seven o'clock yesterday morning um yes um sitting at the computer doing something else rather than these documents makes me feel quite guilty but doing some housework or unpicking a um a waistband while listening to the podcast now that's a different matter altogether there we go because you're multitasking then margaret (laughs) yes that's right thank you so much okay so do you think like for you focusing like focusing on um protein might be the best thing to do this week just to keep it simple so that you've only got one thing to focus on. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm catching up this week. But, yes, um, what you said about protein and eating that first um, before the vegetables is just a really wonderful idea. Yeah, cool. Uh, and, of course, with, with a busy week, you don't know if the weight's gone off because of stress or because of your intentional eating. But um, what I do find every morning... Um, I look at what, what happened yesterday and how that correlates with the waste. And then I plan the food that I'm going to eat um, in, a, in a book. So I do think that that um, monitoring what you're doing um, is, um, is really quite helpful. Right. So your daily practice is going well then, Margaret. Oh, yes, yes. Yeah. Yes, yeah. yeah. Amazing. Okay. And did you still like, so how did your daily practice go when you had your busy week? Were you still able to keep that up? There we go. That's amazing, Margaret. So yeah. Like, so notice that you had this story of, Oh, I I had a busy week. And so I didn't watch the replay of naturally healthy clubs that therefore I'm behind. And notice, notice like that feels like that story doesn't feel very, very good. Hey, like it makes you, when you're feeling like I'm behind, it's like, oh, I've got this like big load to catch up on. So, but you actually did a great job, like, cause you were, you still had your daily practice going. And so I'd actually like invite you to like, just tell yourself a different story about it. It's like, I, I actually did a really good job of navigating a busy week. And when you tell yourself that, like, doesn't that feel so much better than telling yourself I'm behind? Uh, and I didn't do, I only did one tummy challenge. Yes. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. That, that's lovely. Um, yes, because, I mean, this is the beauty of your program. Um, it does fall into place. And um, I've found that I'm eating my meals with not the um, dinner-sized plate, but a, a bread and butter-sized plate, and that works out quite well. Yeah, great, Margaret. So, yeah, like you're exactly where you need to be. And if you get to the replay from last week, great. But if you don't as well, just remember this is for everyone. Like you're getting what you, you're going to get what you need like when you need it and I like I'm like so believe in that so we don't like let's not tell ourselves that we're behind like we just keep going forward yeah oh that's a really beautiful way to wrap up today thank Uh, you so much yes it's been wonderful yeah I don't know if you saw in the chat Margaret Leanne had said seriously for someone who had a busy week it sounds like you did a lot I'm impressed so yeah excellent Excellent. Oh, this is so great. Good to see you all. So have a beautiful week, everyone, focusing on what you're focusing on. And I'll see you guys next week. 
Yay.